very tough one for the Eagles on Sunday at CenturyLink Field in Seattle. If this was an opportunity for the Eagles to make a statement and find out just how close they are to the best of the best in the NFL, they learned a tough lesson. Mm -hmm. We're here to talk about it on Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro, and the Hall of Famer, Brian Westbrook. The Eagles go down 26 to 15 in Seattle. Brian, it was it was tough. It was it was really eye-opening just how much further along Seattle is. Well, you're right. And I think they learned a valuable lesson that they're not at that point yet. We're not at the point where we're seven years in, like the Seattle Seahawks. They have a complete team, um, offense, defense, and special teams. And right now, we don't have that. We made too many errors. We made too many mistakes uh, from veterans and young guys. And if you want to win those types of games on the road, you can't make those types of mistakes. And we'll get into those mistakes. It is a common refrain for the Eagles on the road who they've lost five straight games after that road win in Chicago. The Eagles continue to hurt themselves. We'll discuss it in just a bit here. Let's get you caught up with everything happening at the NovaCare Complex on this Monday. Doug Peterson meeting the media. Abby Atwater has our 360 update. Hey, Eagles fans. I'm Abby Atwater, and this is your 360 update. Head coach Doug Peterson announced this morning that rookie free agent Paul Turner has been promoted to the active roster after Sunday's loss to Seattle. Make an announcement that uh, um, we're going to go ahead and release Aaron Grimes and we're going to sign Paul Turner to the active. So um, we're going make to that, make that move um, today. You know, right now with some of the injuries that we have uh, at other spots and, uh, you know, we're constantly and I'm constantly evaluating the roster and just kind of uh, seeing, seeing where we are there. Um, you know, we gave him some work last week in practice and, and just feel like this is a good opportunity now, not only for him, but for us to uh, uh, see, see where he's at, see what he can do, and, and give, him a, give him an opportunity. So we'll give him some work this week, and then, and then we'll make a decision whether he'll be up or, or not later in the week. Coach Peterson also updated us on the status of Ryan Matthews and Darren Sproles' injuries following Sunday's game. Ryan Matthews has a right, a right knee. Um, and uh, he'll, he'll, his is day to day. Um, Leo is in the uh, concussion protocol. Uh, Big V um, has a, a grade two um, MCL sprain, and uh, uh, again, his is, his is more week to week. So we'll evaluate him later in the week, obviously. And then uh, Connor Barwin um, uh, just has a bone bruise, and uh, he'll uh, we're going to hold him out of. He'll be fine for the game, but we're going to hold him out of. Uh, our work uh, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And uh, Darren Sproles, just update you on him uh, real quick. Um, his is a seventh, much like uh, Brent Selleck, his is a seventh rib fracture, but it's not as, um, it's more in a safe area, I guess. Uh, it sounds bad, but it's more in a safer area than, than what Brent uh, Selleck's is. And so he should be, we'll hold him uh, from practice Wednesday, Thursday, and just see where he's at later in the week. But he should be fine for the game. For complete coverage, keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com or our official Eagles mobile app. Brian, Doug has taken a very positive, nurturing, coach-em-up approach. Um, and what kind of impact does that have after a tough loss in the locker room? I think a lot of guys like that type of approach, but there's some veteran guys that need to hear, you need to get your act together. Some of these young guys need to hear it too. And at some point, if you're the head coach, it's nice to be, you know, good to the guys and nice to the guys and coach them up. But at some point, you have to kick them in the butt. And I think at this is the point where Doug needs to kick these guys in the butt and say, listen, this is your job. You have one job to, to, to block 
or to run, to throw, to catch, to, to tackle. And if you don't do your job, then you're going to stand over here with me on the sideline. At some point, I think the head coach has to say that. And I think for Doug Peterson, it may have been a couple of weeks, but definitely this week is that point. Six games to go in this regular season, four of them at Lincoln Financial Field. Can the Eagles make a postseason run? We'll talk about it all week as we get ready for the Packers and Hall of Fame night on Monday night. More to get to here on Eagles 360. We'll talk about the offense and the struggles there. We'll look at the Packers, but when we return to Eagles 360, we're going to talk about a defense that did not do the job. Too many big plays allowed in Seattle. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. With Simply Right checking from Santander Bank, just make one deposit, payment, withdrawal, or transfer each month to waive the monthly fee, and there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Right checking from Santander Bank. Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes, and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce, and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Dunkin' Sweet Black Pepper Bacon Sandwich is back with twice the crispy caramelized peppered bacon. Experience a breakfast sandwich made for bacon lovers. America runs on Dunkin'. We're back. It's Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook, talking about the Eagles' defense in a performance against Seattle. The Eagles allowing 300 total net yards in the first half of that game, Brian. I was surprised at the big plays, 72-yard run, Russell Wilson over the top in the passing game. Eagles' defense, I thought, could dominate the line of scrimmage. They didn't. One thing that you always depend on on this football team is your defensive line to win in the trenches. They had some young guys playing for Seattle, and I expected our defensive line to take advantage of them. That's really our key to victory every single game, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and they weren't able to do it. They didn't do a very good job of containing Russell Wilson. They didn't get enough pressure on Russell Wilson to stop him or slow him down for this past game. And if you don't do that against that team out there, then you, you have no chance of winning. Early on, it looked like Jim Schwartz wanted to mix in some blitzes. Yeah. And it was effective. And then it just kind of... He wasn't able to do it. Well, I'll tell you, when you get beat, and we will always say this as an offense, when the other team blitzes and you beat them, that stops you from blitzing. And I think for our football team, we got beat a couple times when we were trying to blitz, and that kind of scared Jim Swartz from blitzing. You know, you want to slow things down just a little bit, try to keep everybody in front of you, but we weren't able to do that either. Brian, Fletcher Cox has been in the crosshairs here a bit uh, this season, signs the big contract. 
Hasn't had a sack, I believe, since the yeah. Seattle, uh, since the Detroit game. Um, now, I know he's getting double and triple teamed. What have you seen from, from Fletcher? You know, Fletcher, he just has to do a better job of having a counter move. It's so important for defensive linemen to have that one speed rule, run speed move or a power move, but you have to have the counter because guys are watching tape every single day. They're watching film every single week, and they understand what you do good, and that's the one thing you have to take away. You know, Fletcher Cox does a great job of bull rushing, clubbing guys out of the way, but you have to have the counter to that, and that's the one thing he has to develop. And if he does, then he'll be a great defensive lineman. Right now, he's really, really good, but when he develops that counter, he'll be much better. And we are waiting for Vinnie Curry to break out here after signing the contract. Hasn't been able to do it. What's going on there? I'm seeing Vinnie Curry on the ground. I mean, the one thing that I've seen throughout his career before this year was that he wasn't on the on the ground and he was getting up, he was pursuing the quarterback. This past game, past couple of weeks, I've actually seen him more on the ground than I've seen throughout his career. He has to do a better job of keeping his feet, understanding uh, what's going on around him and seeing it beforehand. Maybe it's film study, maybe it's just his balance, but he has to do a much better job. He's getting paid to do it. He has to do a better job. We know he has the talent to do it, Dave. He has to go out there and do it on the football field. And certainly the Eagles found out that chasing Russell Wilson is not the same as catching Russell Wilson. What a tremendous talent. Slippery. And that offense with some weapons that they've built on the outside. They went young on the offensive line. Running backs are young. They are set to be a real Super Bowl contender once again. What we saw from the outside receivers is that they do a great job of separating against man-to-man. Anytime you put them in a situation where you're trailing, those guys are quick enough to beat you. They understand how to beat man-to-man coverage. They know how to find the opening. And because Russell Wilson, he can find a way to escape the pocket if you don't contain. He can find a way to extend the play. Those guys can wiggle their way open. And that's what really hurt us. Those big plays down the field, that's Russell Wilson escaping the pocket and finding those guys down the football field. And it's hard for DBs to cover for five, six, seven seconds. It's almost impossible, truly, especially when you're playing against that type of speed. That's why it's so important for our defense alignment not to just contain, but converge on the quarterback and make some plays. On special teams, not a whole lot happening on special teams, although we saw when Darren Sproles is out of the game, Kenyon Barner's got to go up and catch the yeah, football on punts. And Seattle gave the Eagles exactly zero opportunities on kickoff returns. I would imagine most teams are going to stay away from that aspect of this special teams. But uh, the Eagles defense, a tough day in Seattle. We've got more to get to here on Eagles 360. When we return, we'll talk about the offense that came out the right way. Consuming drives, take time off the clock, run the football, establish the line of scrimmage. And then a penalty seemed to change everything. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Toyota. Now is your chance to vote for the Toyota Player of the Week. Go to PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash Toyota Player of the Week to cast your vote and get a chance at a brand new Toyota. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers become a pro fan only with xfinity x1 call or click today take your spring vacation with eagles players and alumni on apple vacations beach blitz join me along with fletcher cox brandon graham and jordan matthews on an all-inclusive vacation a world away from the ordinary at the luxurious now jade riviera cancun resort you'll receive non-stop round-trip airfare luxury hotel accommodations and special events with eagles vips Go to applevacations.com slash eagles to book your trip today. All right, fellas, let's go.
Let's go out there and give him heck. Heck. Let's go out there and give him the one, two. You tell him, Captain. Let's go out there and we're going to really give him the business. By God, let's sock it to him. Yeah. Fair and square. Hip, hip. Hooray! Come on, boys, let's give him a walk. Holy smokes. The old game just can't compete especially when it comes to innovative energy solutions like the ones NRG uses to power the Eagles. Visit picknrg.com today. Celebrate the holidays with delicious Dunkin' Coffee. Stop by Dunkin' Donuts for two K-Cup boxes for $15.99 or three pounds of packaged coffee for $19.99. America runs on Dunkin'. Dave Spadaro, Brian Westbrook, it's Eagles 360, the day after a very tough loss in Seattle. We are talking now about the Eagles offense, which came out, Brian, wanting to pound the football, run it, pass it a little bit, stay ahead of the sticks, take time off the clock. And for a quarter and then some, it worked very well. They did. They did a great job. And, you know, coming after last week, you're saying, hey, let's run the football a little bit. Allow our offensive line to set their pads and reestablish that line of scrimmage. And really, for the first half of quarter, they actually did that. Ryan Matthews was running hard. Wendell Smallwood was running hard. They were able to do that. Um, unfortunately, they had some things that held them back just a little bit. Penalties, uh, you know bad situations they put themselves in, and then you're off the field, and that's when you hurt yourself offensively. All right, Brian, it comes down to this 13-7 Eagles trail. From their 47-yard line, they have a perfect play call. Yeah. A screen pass to Zach Ertz, who catches it and goes up the right sideline all the way into the end zone, only to look back and see the dirty yellow flag on the field. Nelson Aguilar penalized for improperly lining up, not on the line of scrimmage, off the line of scrimmage. That is a five-yard penalty. And as it turned out, Brian, that was a momentum buster for the Eagles. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? Well, it, it, it'll tell you what. The first thing that you learn as a wide receiver is who should be on the line of scrimmage and who needs to be off. Every single play, uh, when, when they're drawing up the plays and they're going into install for the offense, they're saying, okay, you're on the line or you're off the line. And as a receiver, your first job when you break the huddle is to know when you're on the line or you're off the line. And unfortunately, you know, I know Nelson has a lot of different things going on in his head. But the first thing you have to make sure before you can do anything, before you can catch the ball, before you can run your route, is that you're lined up in the proper position, either on the line of scrimmage or off of it. He didn't take care of that. And, you know, if you're he's a young guy, he has a lot going on, but he needs to start focusing on football. Football. Football is going to make him better. Catching the football is going to make him better. But focusing solely on football, his craft, this is what you're getting paid to do. If he can focus on that just a little bit more, I think he'll put himself in a better position. Brian, we knew coming into the season that the Eagles might be challenged in terms of making explosive plays mm -hmm. in the pass game, and that has been the case. So there are six games remaining here. How do you get more out of Nelson and DGB and Bryce Treggs and this passing game? You know, I think Doug has done a, a pretty decent job of just trying to find different ways to get these guys the ball and put them in, in the right position. Some of these balls that they're dropping, they're wide open. I mean, these, this is not a coaching situation. This is a player situation. Your job is to catch the football. You be drawing up the perfect play to get you open. You're wide open and you drop the football. I can't coach you any better. I can't put you in a better position. You have to actually do your job. And if, if I'm one of these guys on the team, I'm wrapping my arm around Nelson and saying, listen, 
You got to get out of your head. You got to get out of your own way. It's not about the jugs machine. It's not about what you do in practice. It's about what you do in the game. And if you can't bounce back from one bad play to go to the next play, then you're, you're going to always struggle in the NFL because it's always about what have you done for me lately. And until he gets that, till he understands that, he'll continue to struggle. What kind of impact do you think this is having on Carson Wentz just in terms of day-to-day -day trust, confidence in his players? Well, it would be hard for me to understand with, with Carson, how Carson could trust these receivers right now. They're just not catching the football. I mean, some plays he's putting the ball behind him. He's not always great throws, but there's times where he's throwing the ball perfectly and these guys aren't catching it. I mean, it's hard for a young quarterback. That's why they always say you have to surround your quarterbacks, especially your young guys with talented guys on the outside because that helps their confidence. That helps put them in the right state, frame of mind, and helps them succeed and right now because of the drops because of the, the miscommunication the bad formations those types of things it, it's really hurting your young quarterback right as we look ahead here six games to go Green Bay coming to town for Monday night the Eagles banged up at the running back position with the knee injury Ryan Matthews the ribs Darren Sproles we don't exactly know any sort of time frame here uh, but that is a concern it is a concern I mean you're talking about two of your most productive players on your team period um, that may potentially be out against a football team that in the Green Bay Packers that do not do a very good job of stop stopping the run. Um, they don't do a very good job of stopping the pass either, quite honestly, from the defensive side of the ball. We should be able to run the football. I think that Wendell Smallwood, if both of those guys, Sproles and Matthews, are out, Wendell Smallwood and Barner should get a lot of carries, 35, I'm hoping, between the two of them. They have to find a way to get some production. And right now, they, they're not getting production from the wide receivers. Maybe the running backs can help them out just a bit. On the positive side, the Eagles getting the ball to Zach Ertz, scored his first touchdown of yeah. the season, had that second one called back. A nice red zone effort for Ertz. And then Jordan Matthews continues to be productive, hardworking, mm -hmm. and for the most part, reliable in the pass game. And the Eagles seem like they're going to have to ride Ertz and Matthews as far as those two can take them in the past game. The problem, here's the problem. When you only have a guy in the half, there are two guys that are productive, especially in the past game, now the defense can focus on solely stopping the run and getting after your quarterback. And that's the one thing as a young quarterback, a young offensive coordinator and coach in Doug Peterson that you don't want. I don't want guys forcing their way to get after our quarterback. I want the other guys on our team to help our quarterback to make sure that we take the pressure off of them Right now, we don't have enough production from the other position to help our quarterback. Right, so that's a look at the Eagles' offense from struggles again in Seattle. Seattle just did a number on the Eagles, really showed how good that football team is, how advanced that football team is. They're and a different uh, level. I, a felt different they were, I felt they were a much better team than the Dallas Cowboys. Faster, yeah. more nasty, stronger at certain positions. And until we get to that level, until we get to the position where we can say, listen, all we have to do is be simple, we don't have to do a lot of crazy things to be successful, then we'll, we, will, we will continue to struggle against the better teams in the NFL. And there aren't a lot of those better teams no. left on the schedule. No. One of those teams really struggling comes into town on Monday night. The Green Bay Packers, a big loss for them on Sunday at Washington. They are beaten up, banged up, bruised, and in danger of missing the playoffs for the first time in eight seasons. We'll talk about the Packers when we come back on Eagles 360. Simply write checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, withdraw, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Write Checking from Santander Bank. Are you feeling all right, baby? 
Remarkable things are happening at your local Acme. We're making changes and we're getting better every day. Cleaner, friendlier, fresher. Like fresher meat and seafood, and fresher produce and hundreds of organics. To top it off, we're lowering thousands of prices throughout the store. So come on in and see for yourself why Acme is just better. Lower prices, great quality, and friendlier service. Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. You here to buy the tickets? Hey, buddy, you here for the tickets? Yeah. Psst, dude, what's the password, man? <laughs> oh, Coach Shannon. What were you thinking? We're doing like a CD ticket deal instead of going to NFL Ticket Exchange. <laughs> NFL Ticket Exchange. 100% verified authentic tickets from one fan to the other. We'll see you at the games, all right? Yes, sir. All right. Appreciate you. We welcome you back. It's Eagles 360 on this Monday at the Novacare Complex. And in one week, the Eagles will induct two more players, well, two more great people, into their team hall of fame. Of course, the former linebacker, Jeremiah Trotter, your teammate. Love him. He's excited. I know that. And the voice of the Philadelphia Eagles in his 40th season, the best of the best, the GOAT, the great Merrill Reese. <laughs> a model of consistency. You know, as a player, I listen to these guys, and every now and then I'll hear some of the highlights and you always are listening for Merrill's voice. You hear it from a mile away. He's the best at what he does. Uh, Merrill Reese, Jeremiah Trotter, one of my old teammates. And, I, and I was, here, here it is. The, this is the most important thing that I learned about Jeremiah Trotter. When he got, he got cut, he came back here, and Andy Reid said, listen, we're not going to start you. We already, we already have a starting uh, linebacker. You got to go play special teams and earn it. And, and Trot didn't complain. He was better than all of our linebackers. He didn't complain. He didn't moan. He just went out there and played, his, busted his butt on special teams, made a lot of plays on special teams, and eventually Andy allowed him to start uh, as far as a linebacker. I think he might have played seven to eight games starting linebacker, ended up making the Pro Bowl. That's the type of impact Jeremiah Trotter has on the football team. On and off the field, he's a leader, deserving guy, both, both Merle and Jeremiah of being Hall of Famers. And I want to hear your reaction, uh, talk about it next week, because you – uh, well, actually, we won't have a show next week because we have oh, a game Monday right, night. That's right. Oh, Tuesday. But, Tuesday but I know it was a great honor for you to go in. It and was. You and Maxie go in together last year. It's really a, a wonderful experience, and um, we will share it with Merrill and Trot next week. But there's also a football game to be played, and the Eagles play the Packers. They got whomped in Washington. They are struggling. They started the game with six active uh, cornerbacks on their 53-man roster. They're down to two. That's how banged up they are. Uh, Brian, I think the Eagles have an opportunity here to get on a roll. Green Bay and then Cincinnati all beat up without A.J. Green, too. And then you come back three of the last four at home. But it starts with beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. You have a game inside your own conference. This is an opportunity for us. They played so well at home, especially defensively. Now it's time for the offense to step up just a bit against this banged-up Green Bay defense. They can't stop the run. They're not very good at stopping the pass. I need Carson Wentz, this offense, whoever the running back is, whether it's Ryan Matthews, Wendell Smallwood, Barner, I need some of those guys to step up, start making some plays. Jordan Matthews is going to have to play a big part. Uh, Zach Ertz as well as Trey Burton. They have to be able to get it done at home. You have to protect your own house, especially if you're trying to make it into the playoffs. This game this week will go a long way to, towards that. Packers are remarkably one-dimensional, Brian. They just don't run the football well. No. They've got James Starks back after some injuries, but for the most part, they rely on Aaron Rodgers to drop back and throw it 50 times. Can you win in the NFL that way? You know, they've won like that for a long time. Um, you know, having Eddie Lacy definitely has helped them 
I think it's going to be hard for them to win in Philadelphia like that. This is where, you know, our defensive line comes up big. We say it every single week. Our defense will go as our defensive line goes. It's important that Fletcher Cox, uh, Benny Logan, Brandon Graham, Carl Barber all have one of the best games of the career against one of the better quarterbacks in the league, even though he's not having a great year. Our front four is going to dictate how this game goes. It's also going to dictate whether Jim Swartz has to blitz or not. I would love for, uh, for our front four to put some pressure on the quarterback and us to be able to rely on seven guys in coverage to stop these receivers in Aaron Rodgers. Packers are 4-6, and 1-4 and four on the road. They are among the worst teams in the league in defense, but they score some points. So the Eagles might have to kind of keep pace a little bit. Well, no, we're going to have to score some points. No, there's no doubt about it. Every single game you go into there uh, thinking you're going to have to score some points. I'm hoping that our defense finds a way. That's what I'm hoping. I'm counting on our defense to get some sacks, put some pressure on Aaron Rodgers, quite possibly a pick six, fumble recovery, help us win that field position battle, especially with our special teams and maybe uh, Sproles being out. We have to wait. We have to find a way to help our quarterback, help our offense. Let's not make it uh, 80-yard drive. Let's make it a 50, 60-yard drives every single time, and I think that'll go a long way to a victory. All right, there we go. Packers up next for the Eagles. We've got one segment to go here on Eagles 360. We'll get you set up for a busy Tuesday, a strange week. It's a Monday night football week in Philadelphia. We've got more coming on Eagles 360. This portion of Eagles 360 was presented by Santander, introducing Simply Right Checking from Santander Bank. A new checking account that's convenient and gives you more control. Sounds simple, doesn't it? Visit one of our branches or SantanderBank.com simple to learn more and sign up today. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. The train. Jefferson Station. Airport line. 69th Street. Broad Street. To the game. Paoli. Sharon Hill. Chestnut Hill. Regional Rail. I suck to Philly, the Broad Street Line on game days. A la bodega. To the movies. To my parkway. Spring Garden. Late night. West Philly. South Philly. North Philly! Simply write checking from Santander Bank. Just make one deposit, withdrawal, transfer, or payment each month to waive the monthly fee. And there's no minimum balance. You're all right with Simply Write Checking from Santander Bank. Their legend is legendary. They've seen the end zone more often than any other duo in history. They are professional football player watchers. Become a pro fan only with Xfinity X1. Call or click today. It's our final segment here on Eagles 360. Dave and Brian here. Let's get you set for what's happening on Tuesday here. Our Amoroso's on the menu segment. Glenn Mack now in studio with me. We'll get his takeaways from the loss in Seattle. Doug Peterson in studio. One-on-one -on -one presented by Wawa. And we take a look at the NFC East, a division, Brian Westbrook, that just keeps winning and winning. Amoroso's the reason Philly sandwiches are so famous. What's up with this division? 
you know, they continue to win. They continue to find a way. That's why it's so hard for us when we go out there and lose football games. We have to find a way to keep pace. But our division, which before the season, everyone was saying it's going to be the worst division in football, it turned out to be one of the better divisions in football with a rookie quarterback, a young guy playing in Washington, and a, a veteran in, uh, up there in New York. All these guys are getting it done. We have to find a way to keep pace. How many wins will it take for the Eagles at 5-5 five and five here to get into the playoffs? Well, first of all, you have to win the three division games. If you can win those games, that's eight wins right there. You find a way to win your conference game this week against Green Bay. Um, that's nine wins. If you can get into nine, you're pretty close. Listen, if you can win against Cincinnati, which you can because they're beat up. Gio Bernard tore his ACL. Uh, AJ, Green's, AJ Green's hurt, torn hamstring. That's ten wins right there. I mean, I don't Come know. On, Baltimore. I, Give me Baltimore. I'm pushing for Baltimore. <laughs> I'm pushing. But, I mean, if you can get to 10, you're pretty close. Uh, having a 3-3 three and three record inside of your division, I think you're pretty close. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, long way to go in the season. But it is certainly the home stretch. Mm -hmm. Time to win some football games. This is games. the time to do it. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. is the time to do it. You find out just how for real the Eagles are in terms of playoff contenders beginning Monday night in Green Bay. We've got shows for you this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. Brian joins us again next Tuesday after the Green Bay game. Yeah, we got Turkey Day coming up, too. That's right. We have no, no show on Thanksgiving, so uh, I guess we say thanks, happy Thanksgiving happy to you, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you, too, man. All right. Don't eat too much. Uh, I'm going to diet myself. I, I'm trying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> says, it sounds good right now. Brian Westbrook, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us here on Eagles 360. Have yourselves a great Eagles Day.